recording a couple days ago and I was like, who do I want to have as my, I was like, I need somebody as my first guest to like help me loosen up and get in the zone. I was like, Tommy, let's go. I have the best questions ever. I was like telling Kitty my questions and he was just dying laughing. He's like, you, he's like, you're setting the tone for like, these are the questions you have to ask all your guests moving forward. I was like, sick. So you're the, te- you're the lab rat. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, are you ready? Let's start. Welcome to the Carson Daily Show, King of Midtown. Ooh, ooh, episode love you. One. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored. <laughs> we come up. We come a long way. We have. We have, and we will get into that. Um, but we have. I'm so happy that we're doing this. So much fun. We're just gonna chat shit. Let's start, obviously, with who are you? What do you do? How'd you get into Web three? just that's just my that's my one blanket like my one like easy question let's see how good i am at this so (laughs) i go by the king of midtown um i'm a digital art collector um that's what i love about web3 that's what i found fascinating that's what kind of drew me in here um although there were investments behind this prior um to nfts in the crypto space it is not the reason why i chose to be here um and in doing so i just fell in love with people like you and the friendships that i built along the way um and i figured you know if this is as appealing as it is to me digitally and we're able to create these relationships digitally then real life should just take this to a whole nother level. So the the Crypt Gallery concept, uh, which lives out of the Dream Hollywood and Dream New York now, is, I guess, the largest permanent uh, digital art gallery, NFT gallery, um, probably that exists. Definitely. Um, and in having that space, um, that type of atmosphere, ambiance, brand connection, um, it allowed for us to throw um, quite a few events over the years. The first one that you were uh, a huge part of, um, <laughs> and on the mic, yep. Yes, um, and got remember. to, I guess, really experience. And I look back at those photos too, and I'm just like, man, like they make you what, smile. What you can't so, help. Well, I mean, it's mu- it's uh, so crazy to think about it. Like last summer, the summer of 2021, to be specific. Like that's when. Cause that was it July, 2021. Like that summer was absolutely insane. Like for everything, like the dream couldn't have come at a better time. Like that was my first like real meetup event, like real moment where I met so many, like the energy was fucking electric. It was amazing. Like I had never seen anything like what you put together. It was so fun. Thank you. It was actually it also gave us like one of the first opportunities to see what we all are really like, whether yeah. <laughs> we're under the influence of alcohol or anything. Which I always which says, am. Says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> which I no, am right now. <laughs> Full disclosure for my lot. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I mean, what's fucking being normal nowadays? Like, I th- I feel like half the shit we do is only keeping us sane um, in order to we get a lot through. of vices. There's a lot of coping mechanisms that come. Oh, man. Oh, man. 
But what is it like? Like, (laughs) what was it like? Like, what's the like from last summer to this summer? Like this, because you guys, you had Dream Hollywood that definitely like planted you, like planted your roots in the grounds. Like everybody knows Dream Hollywood, and then you launched Dream in downtown in New York. Like, but this summer has been this past year so much changed. Like. ETH is down, PFPs are up, rugs are up. Like there's so much more bullshit. Like we're not in, like Kid 8 says, like that was the summer of love. Like 2021 was summer of love. Like we obviously this past year wasn't like that. So what what's changed, do you think? Everything. Um, I think, you know, first and foremost, we've gotten to see a lot of true colors um, yeah. from many and what their intentions were be. Although I think no matter what's happened, it's still not as big enough of a wake up call to some. And it's like, there's slaps on the wrist that happened left and right. And nobody's really held accountable and that continues to happen. So I think there's a lot of shit that continues to look sloppy and is treated sloppy. Um, And that just makes it harder for us to all grow here. Um, but yeah, it's like everything's changed. Whether you look at the markets, obviously, which we all know, um, has slowed down. I think a lot of the shit that was happening, we all know wasn't realistic. Um, whether you look at the manipulation side of this or just the fact that people didn't know what the fuck they were doing and overextended themselves in many, many ways. Totally. Um, and really, we relied on a space that was valuing something when they didn't even really know and they still don't know how to value a lot of things. So, you know, that's what we were betting our bucks on, which sounds kind of fucking crazy when you think about it, right? Because it's like, look at what was being thrown around and how willingly it was being thrown around with the least amount of diligence. I know. Like, what, like, what, I mean... I don't know what other industry, no, you know, does things that way. So right, well, why people people don't do their due diligence? Like, there's no like, there's no in any other part of the world, like any like you said, industry, like part of your life, like you're going to like do your homework, like Dior, do your research on somebody, like in it before you make these decisions. But it feels like in this space because everything moves so fast, and there's this sense of like fake urgency. People, it's not even just how fast things are thrown at you and how easy things are thrown at you, but how easy people are fucking eating shit up. It's like, who's to blame? Like, everybody's at fault here. It's also, it's also like, again, you know, the, the models that were used to, to value something just don't work the same way. Remember again, 2021, if you got into a fine auction house. Forget a boom. It. Your market went crazy. Yeah. Market went crazy. So it's like all these things that created movement aren't as special anymore to Nobody people. Cares. And they're not looked at or treated the same way. So, you know, where again, what are you looking for in terms of value? And this is where again we always like go backwards and you shift to like, all right, well, I got nothing else to to say or answer to that so i'm just gonna say hey we're just here creating art for like many artists which listen is not going to sit too well with many people and then you have the whole collector side of this which puts up this whole fucking facade 
Like, no, 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 it's okay. And everything's okay when it's really not fucking okay. So unless we're all being honest here and realistic and hey, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to destroy you because if I destroy you and I've invested in you and I looked at you as an investment, then what good is that going to get me? But it's like, man, both sides here need to do shit. And we've seen the side of artists not give a fuck. And we've seen the side of collectors not give a fuck. So it's like, what are we left with? We're back to like shit I was saying. We're left with, we're taking the financial part out of the fucking equation because that's not really kicking in like that. So what the hell are we all left here doing? Like, what are we doing of value? Just circle or just circle jerking. <laughs> literally just one big fucking circle jerk. It's so fucking weird. Oh, it's crazy. It's, so it's crazy. But also like our, so we have a, our, our mutual friend who's also a collector, an anonymous collector whose name is three numbers. Um, You know, like the relationships between, I think so many things like that felt genuine and authentic. Like I heard a story once about him and an artist who he collected like loads and loads of shit from and then went to him. You might have even told me this story. Somebody told me this story, went to him and was like, I want to manage you. This was like early on. And he was like a really well-known, already represented artist and was like, I'm managed. So then this collector cut his fucking floor, like just completely fucking chopped him off at the at the kneecaps. Like and it makes you wonder sometimes like people's intentions are not they're so like disingenuous. And then also like, who's the res- who is responsible for the success? Like who's responsible for the success and the viability of the investment? Is it the art house like Christie's? If Christie's has an artist, is it the collectors who are like, you know, massaging or should be like helping to elevate these artists like floors and markets? Or is it the artists themselves? Should they be creating value? Like who's responsible here for the viability of the investments? This is where my answer always to like how this works, where it's not as simple as, hey, I'm just collecting art or it's you're creating partnerships through art collecting. That's what you're doing. Or at least you're allowing that opportunity. But you have two sides again that need to work together. And I mean, it's like a couple breaking up in a way where like none of them are going to see each other, you know, at the moment where they're both acting like adults, like it's always going going to be like tit for tat at the end. And in this case, I think people just don't seize those opportunities. And that's why I say like, look, this person made a good call given the the individual they were up against and how that turned out. But if this was someone like me and this ain't to toot my own horn, but it's like, hey, When I collect you, these are all the things that I'm doing and that I see valuable or the community sees valuable or Web3 or Web2 or other brands see valuable. And this is how I see my brand growing. Yeah. How do we tie in what you do to what I do? And we both win because we both have to fucking win. And at the end of the day, we're both responsible. But there's, look, let's play devil's advocate here. And as much as artists don't want to hear this, it's like, most of them follow the trend just like collectors do. And when you tell them something, if they haven't heard it from the person they want to hear it from, it's like, no, 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 no. But once the trend shifts into that way, like last year, it was all about scarcity and one-on-ones and I don't do additions. And once additions started kicking off and people were making money and it made sense, like how else 
do royalties even go into effect if I'm doing one of ones all the time and those sales are limited? And that started to make sense. It became that. It, you know what I mean? It became, oh, I'm just going to do additions, which the <laughs> last thing I'll say on it kind of takes me to the point where it's like, if you and I, Carson, collabed right yeah. now and did something that's a fucking partnership and anything you do thereafter will affect what we've done together and it will reflect that in some sort of a way. So if you fuck it up, you're fucking it up for me too. So true. It's, it's beneficial for us to stay aligned. It's yeah. beneficial for us to communicate and whether or not there's revenue involved or splits involved, if you're working on something else, we should be discussing this as previous right. partners of what makes sense so we can hold, you know, a great reputation through everything that we do collaboratively. And that's the fucking problem. And for me, when I saw certain, I don't want to name names, but certain people just kind of. Oh, name names, that, name, like, names. Oh name names, name names. <laughs> we name names. <laughs> but no, like, know, you know, know, there's talks behind the scenes. And I'm like, if you don't fucking trust me, oh, oh, what kind of honesty is there here? And like when mm -hmm. I see things like that and they affect the numbers, it's like, no. I mean, look at a platform that we're both familiar with. Look at Nifty Gateway. And now in terms of publishers and volume and all that, those are stats. Those yeah. are stats that I took time and effort in building. Right. So that way, when we collaborate again, we have a great reputation of numbers, sales, this, history and all that. So it's like, don't F that up because you're affecting my, the food that we eat, the, the business that we're creating, the brands that we're building. Like, you don't do that. 100%. It reminds me of, I think we've talked about this before. It might have been like, even in our first conversations, we probably talk about it a lot, but like, I hate when people are like, oh, it's just business. It's just business. Like business is personal. Like you said, like these are relationships. Like if we collaborate once, if we have this partnership once, like everything that happens after that, like you said, reflects on the other person. Like it's a reflection of the partnership. It's a reflection of your own reputation, your own. And like, that's something that like, I think I've struggled with. And like, that's where I've gotten my ass handed to me before, because I've gone down the path of like collaborating with somebody or partnering with somebody that has completely fucked up and then ran off and I'm always left holding the fucking bag. Like these types of, of regrets, like we all have, like, do you have, like, do you have regrets like that? Do you have people like that you just wouldn't work with or people that or moments that have like absolutely. affected you? Yeah, ab absolutely. And, and, you know, I don't know. I, I treat it, like you said, I, I, I do take it personal because there is meaning to what we're doing um, beyond the business or the financial aspect, like we're saying. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take it personal, you know, like, so are there people? Sure. Um, you know, I think, I think, I think there's just a lot of people that keep coming along, which is the good thing that are yeah, good and true. just took longer for us to kind of connect with. Yeah. Um, and it took time for us to see the colors in, 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 in others, sadly, you know, and for the most part, I got to say, like, back to your like question about how does it feel today? This is probably the worst, like that I felt it. Um, I don't mean and nothing to do with money or sales or this and that. It's yeah. just so disconnected right yeah. now. 
Um, it, it's it's just it's really it's really sad. Everything's changed. Everything, Everything and I mean like every single fucking part of this. Yeah, I mean, okay, let's have a fun question now. I wrote this question. It's a game <laughs> called Fuck. It's a game called Fuck Marry or Kill. Have you ever heard of that game? Fuck Marry or Kill. <laughs> This is fuck, the king of this is the king of midtown edition. You have to okay. Fu- you have to fuck, marry, or kill these things. Bitter editions, artists, royalties, or marketplaces. Fuck. Which one do you fuck, marry, and kill? Bitter editions. The first was bigger editions. Bitter, like bit, like when people like editions for bitters on auctions. Bitter editions. Oh, bitter edition. Oh, bitter like ranked edition. auction stuff. Yes, yes. You tweeted okay. about them the other day. Yes, bitter editions. Artist royalties, marketplaces, fuck, marry, or kill. Okay. <laughs> okay, royalties, royalties, marry because uh, I knew you were gonna I, say I, that. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a creator at the end of the day, and like God you know, bless. I always understood that, and everyone should understand that. Um, all right, so we got that one out of the way. Bitter editions. And marketplaces. So I'm left with fuck and kill. Um, (laughs) We're going to kill. We're going to kill bitter editions. Okay, good. I thought. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's perfect. Actually, I think that's what everybody should be doing. I think that's everyone should be doing. Let's do a poll. Yeah, if anyone answers differently from that, flag. Oh yeah, big big red flag. I'll I will reveal the votes too. Um. Okay, Good if night. you could if you could fight anybody from the web three space, who would it be? <laughs> Do I gotta pick one? No, you can have as many as you want. You can have as many as you want. Just one big fucking right. round robin punching. <laughs> All right. Um some, some I would probably want with like no gloves and the others with gloves. Um, so, damn, I would, I wish I had this question early because I would have prepared like a great, great list and um, elaborated. You would have, and, that like, would have been the whole episode of you just saying who you would fucking fight. <laughs> Off the top of your head, I know you saw a motherfucker's face in your mind and I said that I know you must have seen one at least. A hundred percent. I mean, eight, eight, eight being one of them. Boom, um, boom, boom. Total. No K-O. gloves. No gloves. No gloves. Eight, eight, eight. Street fight. May- yeah, maybe even like. You could take him hat. too. We've both seen him. We could, you could take him. I'd be there. <laughs> I'd be there. Glass, glass around the hands. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck. Prison rules. Justin, Justin Roiland. Oh, the For Rick sure. and Morty guy, the Rick, the Art Gobblers yeah. guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, since before Art Gobblers, um, yeah. Steve Aoki, whom ah! <laughs> that is such a good one. Yes, whom I've had, you know, quite some time. All right, I'm going to say one, but I don't. I don't want to fight him anymore. But at one point, I literally wanted to jump through the phone and go at him um, because I just I felt so insulted. Greg Mike. 
<gasps> really? You weren't expecting that one, were you? No, and I love Greg Mike. What happened? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just felt really, really insulted, and I voiced that or whatever. But, like, again, I'm I'm over it. You know what I mean? Shit so if happens. I saw – it's like when the rappers have beef and then they, like – like call a truce or whatever. So I'm, I'm definitely like, I'm calling a truce. So if he does listen to this and hear this, like it's all love, dude. Like I got none, nothing against him or whatever. I love, I also love Greg, Mike. I would be Dr. Phil for you guys. I would be Maury. Carson is Maury in the episode. If you guys want to rekindle. (laughs) Yeah. I think it was stupid. And and I'm, I'm, I'm saying to myself, he just, he just, I don't think he understood what he said or, and like to whom, Let's just let's just cap it. Okay, there. okay. Um, Move it. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Um, I heard a rumor that you were an extra in the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Can you tell me about that experience? <laughs> <laughs> Who said this? <laughs> I don't know. I just decided no, that every no episode, way. every guest that I have, I'm gonna ask them a rumor that I've heard about them. <laughs> you are Greek, though. What's that your last rumor, name? That rumor. <laughs> the rumor. <laughs> Uh, what is it? My uh, my last name is actually it's thirteen two letters, Greek right? My big fat. Is 15. it thirteen? Fifteen letters. I was close. I was so close. Okay, what's your biggest regret in your Web three journey? <sighs> my biggest regret is foolishly trusting, um, not following, trusting certain collectors. Um, that I thought would bring value to what I was building and what I was doing with everybody. On like following their, like following them. As- 33 being one of them. Did you guys go bad? Did you guys break yeah, everyone up? Everyone knows we go back. And if there's, and if, and if social media is monitored the way it is, and from what I've seen, then people definitely saw a pattern of interaction completely go dry and support die down from you know one another. Um, have you guys? Have you guys? Did you guys have like a proper falling out, or did it just like sizzle off? I can cut anything from this episode you want me to. By the way. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really care. Like, I really, um, you know, I, I again, I treated our relationship personally, um, yeah. and I shared a lot of, I, I shared a lot of information that. And I think I've done that with many that just gave them a direction and educated them. And we all know, like when when shit's good, it's like you forget where you came from and and what was done for you. And I felt I was treated that way. And I called it out and I said it to him privately. And I'm like, you know, um, I wish we were we were at a table face to face right now so I could be right. telling you this. Right. Um, and I think his response, actually, which again shows how cold he was, was um, was. Um, I think you're getting a little too emotional. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I am. (laughs) I've heard that response many a times. I mean, you know me, like, you know, I've had my fair share of falling out with people. And it's like, at the time, yeah, like, am I still a bit pissed off about stuff now and feel like look back on things and feel like used and manipulated and taken advantage of? Like, absolutely. But also I'm kind of like, I don't care because I still know who I am and where I'm going and where I've been and who I'll be. And I just fucking wish you the best. Like, ta-ta. You, we don't have to be anything for each other. Like, it's just bye. Yeah. I'm so with you. And it's, yeah. 
And and look, this is where, you know, this is where people get emotional and they're not going to support you because of who you're partnering with or collabing with at the time. You know what I exactly. mean? So that kind of sucks. And that's not, look, that's not the relationships we're trying to build. But yeah, I mean, I, again, there's the, that list could have went on. I mean, we know a mutual, you know, that we both shared that we both don't talk to now. And I look back and I'm just like, I mean, I saw that person recently in NFT LA in my fucking home, meaning like at the crib. I know. There. I know. And when they saw me, they went, oh, my God, you're here. And I'm like, <laughs> this is my fucking what? house, bitch. <laughs> like, um, I'm. It's not comfortable. Like, I did you go to Art Basel? By the way, were you in Miami? I didn't. I didn't. Unfortunately, um, I just saw from the outside. I know V. Um, you know, from my side, she was down there and some friends. Yeah. But no, I didn't go. I just like I can't bring myself. I don't want to go to these things anymore. Like, I don't want to go kiss ass and hug and, oh, my God, how are you? Oh, my God, so good to see you. Like, I just don't want to do that. I did that for so long, and I got my feelings hurt so many times that, like, these are people that I'm just like, fuck, like, the sight of your face in front of me makes me want to punch it. Like, I just don't care. Like, there's, what is everybody doing? Like, what are you all doing? Why does why do it, does everybody feel like they have to be part of something and, like, show up places where they don't fucking belong and they're not wanted? Like, I can tell when I'm not wanted somewhere. Like, I'm not going to go, do, do you fucking know who I am? I'm not going to go stand in your fucking line for your Coinbase party or your shitty fucking, you know, PFP sappy seal party bullshit. And it's the what are you doing tonight Olympics? Like, it's just everybody's trying to be relevant and stay relevant. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, it's, it's just a waste of time and money to me. Yeah, they're, they're trying to stay relevant, I think, and just a, a waste of money definitely in terms of there's really no purpose, like, behind these besides, like you said, just getting together. And I think for I think for most, they just want to be accepted. So it's like, hey, yeah. wherever I'm going to fucking be accepted or it's like so cool. It's it's honestly it's like the ones that get excited about meeting a fucking celebrity or a musician or oh, my God, oh, my God, like, oh, my God. And I like get a fucking emotional and shit over shit like that. It's the same thing that's happening like right here. I mean, I've always said that that's why some things work. And this yeah. isn't like, you know, to pat like Gary V on the back. But like when you looked at VCon that yeah. was like treated a little different in terms of like collectors, people, how they were brought there as opposed to like here where again, it's just like, I'm doing this and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do that. And like my boy, John, who's a traditional artist, is like you're, you keep saying you're at Art Basel, but that's not being part of Art Basel. It's being part exactly. of an event in Miami during exactly. Art Basel, but that's not Art Basel. So like, I don't know, you know, like for me, I can't say I didn't love the shit that we did together. And then NYC, like, honestly, I did not expect to blow the fucking roof off yeah. two nights in a row. But it's like when you look at my purpose there, too, it was like about bringing Chevy and that side and those people there to shake your hand and to shake every and create that connection and to bring, you know, Dreams brand and Tao's brand and like all those brands and mix all those people and diversify it while honestly 
Who am I showing you? Who am I introducing to you? I'm introducing the people that I fuck with here every day. People that I wake up, that are on Twitter, Kid A, Dot Pigeon, Perry Cooper. Like these are the artists, these are creators. And when there's collectors in there, these are the people that I fuck with on the collector side. Hey, yeah. you should know CL7. You should know uh, uh, um, you should sh Like these are people that I think brands need to shake hands with. Like they need yeah. to shake hands with collectors that are active and building yes. and doing things. And totally. the same thing for fucking artists. So is Basil that? No, 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 no. It's just, it's just ass kissing Olympics. It's fucking, but it's like what you do is really like reminiscent of like traditional arts, like patronage, like what collectors and like art patrons were like, bringing creating these parties like back in the fucking whatever medieval times even of like and mm -hmm. throughout history like collectors who are like bringing these artists from off the streets you know this is like the most extreme like depiction of this story but like from off the streets into their homes into their parties to meet their friends bringing people together like saying like this is your party you're the star i've created this space and this stage for you don't fuck it up for me. Like, don't fuck it up for me. Don't fuck it up for yourself. Like, let's just be part of this together. And I think like, that's the big difference of like, the people and like the artists that you had a part of like, your first like the inaugural dream installation and activation like in July of 2021. Like, mm -hmm. I think looking at that, thinking back to that wall, thinking back to those walls, I would say probably maybe tell me if I'm wrong, like probably at least 90%, 85% of those artists and people are still people that you fuck with. Like that's how close to your mark like you've gotten and you've weeded out the small percentage of people that just didn't deserve to be there and they didn't deserve to be connected to you in that way. And you brought bringing in new people. Yeah. That was a compliment. That was a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the compliment. First off, um, you're welcome. <laughs> it's it's also to, it's also something that I that you have to look at in terms of like timing. Like you look at what's happening again now. Like look at that announcement that VVD had, right? Where the announcement went out and it was like a list of thirty artists that are represented by his brand. To those that, you know, again, there's so many questions which I believe they answered, but that's not sole representation of those artists. Those artists can continue to do whatever they want to do. Um, but when it's something that I guess he's facilitating there, this is where the collaboration comes in. So um, I think, you know, even if you have a roster of 30 artists, like, the timing needs to be right. So if you're not growing that, which just makes things more difficult, you know, now you have a portfolio of working and collaborating with a hundred artists. That's a lot of shit to juggle, you know, but if you're able to kind of, you know, uh, 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 spread the time to make it like work and make sense when you do things, I think it's a great thing. And for me, it's, it's been that there's definitely like, so many that I still haven't gotten to or timing or just things are off or so it's hard, man. That's why like planning long-term is a difficult thing. I think for people here when they're doing something because of conditions and the way everything fucking changes where 
you could have done the most preparation and it'd be a failure because of something happening as opposed to piecing something together because it's hot right now. Exactly. Which is really easy to do. So you kind of got to strike when, when the kettle's hot sometimes. And like right now, I think, look, we're back to introducing new artists is probably a good thing at this point because people are getting tired of others. They're looking for the discovery again. Who's next? Who's up next? So exactly. Who's you know. up? So what what does like the next 12 months look like, do you think? What does it look like for you, for Crypt Gallery, for King of Midtown? What does it look like for the entire space? Like what does it look like for the rest of the world as well? Like people who are not in here yet. What do you think the next what does the year have to bring? Um, so I think I think a few things. Um, first off, I definitely see things shifting into what Web3 was not supposed to be about. So the middleman coming in, managers, yeah. agencies, like, you know, brand affiliation, like all of that. And now you have to start chopping up a little piece of the pie, because if everybody's not eating here, then we're going to lose somebody from one side or the other. And that's yeah. not going to help. So I see that continuing. Obviously, we've seen like the the shift into more IRL events, fucking conferences, all that shit all the time, which yeah. seems to have such an easy way of getting funding up until now. But mm. I think that's going to become a problem within due time too, if people don't start seeing maybe value to to these yeah. conferences or what's being well put and also together. who the fuck who um, the fuck is picking who goes on those panels? Like some of the panels I've seen I'm like how why are you there like why are you there like who picks who are you or who are, who are you? you like who the fuck are you actually <laughs> like point full stop who the fuck are you seriously though sorry to interrupt that's what i'm saying and 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 i makes no sense. i wonder that like like all the uh, look most importantly i feel like sponsors to a lot of those are getting rugged True. You're putting up all, and it's like, no, 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 no. Like what's the return? What's the ROI? Are... Yeah, exactly. What's the ROI? Yeah. So when I see that, I'm just like, and people have understood it. Like you're better off sponsoring a satellite event as opposed to, to sponsoring, you know, one of these conferences or rooms or whatever. So um, yeah, that could become a problem, which again, is not good. Like, you know, add some value to what people are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to on these on these sponsorships. So um, that I I for me, I guess, and this will probably reflect like artists and mm-hmm. um, it's it's look, I'm addicted. I got to say I'm addicted. Yeah. Like I yeah. can't just stop. I can't stop yes. collecting. We're going to get you. It's some like help. when I we're going to get you some help. We're going to start. A <laughs> What's the hotline? <laughs> Give me the fucking number. <laughs> I just, I see an opportunity. Um, I continue to stay in touch and, and know what these individuals are doing or not doing, which could be a good thing. So, you know, I look, I look to kind of take that position. And I think, I think this is a chance. I always said it, like we all start from the bottom. We all start. I caught it at a time where it was peak too. I wish I hadn't. I wish I was more selective or whatever, but you know, I look at a lot of the shit that I did, which was, you know, support, like, like I just have to support. 
Like, I just have to be there. Like, yeah, I have to add some capital to what they might not be my favorite, but they're just fucking good people that are doing good things here. And you need to be fed to just keep working. So like, I'm going to feed you a little. And I feel like, you know, some people do that. So um, I think that's going to continue to happen for some, but it's going to be real interesting to, um, to continue to see how everybody like adjusts to the change. What does like mass adoption look like? Like, what about like new people coming in? Like, you must have a lot of people come in off the street, like come into the, I mean, the dream Hollywood, you know, that I lived there for a week after your event last fucking March uh, because of different things. I ended up fucking living and getting that Crypt Gallery family discount. Thank you for that so much. But like people were in there, like people were in there. Like there's so, I mean, there's a fucking guy on Instagram that's like taking pics in front of your gallery and calling it his. Like, but besides that shit, like what is like mass adoption looking like? Like, are we gonna see new collectors come in? Like I know, I think it's easy to say like, yeah, of course, new artists and creators are going to come in. Brands are going to come in like, but what is like the threshold and, and the barrier to entry like for new collectors, for fine art collectors or toy collectors or watch collectors, people that have like a strong portfolio that have, you know, capital that have interest that have passion. Like, what does it look like for them to come in? What's stopping them? Do you think? Yeah, I think for, I think for those that, you know, do get what's going on. Um, mm -hmm. And they come from some sort of a, you know, trading background or collectibles or whatever. They kind of understand the gamified aspect of this, but I think right. they continue to see things so sloppily done that they're not going to position themselves there. So the more successful projects or, 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 or partnerships or whatever that are created, I think the more comfortable one gets um, again, it's like we're still going through the fucking vetting process of who's yeah. in Web3 already, and we can't get that, like, strained out. So, you know, yeah. for those that know, like, again, it goes back to what we were saying before. Like, you're not a fucking fool. You're going to come in. You're going to see, all right, this just looks like a little too chaotic <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, I think then, you know, again, as a believer of IRL, and certain like brand collaborations that have happened and can happen, I look at, you know, I haven't even executed this to the fullest of how I see it. I look yeah. at Crypt. I look at Dream. I now look at Hyatt, who I don't know if you know, has bought Dream and the chat. Oh, really? Group. So now the brand, Jesus. yes, scales and grows from there. And I look at how much work we've had to, like t have taken on with the crypt where it's like, if you look at crypt and dream and then the other affiliated brands, whether it's New York or Hollywood, and you look at Philippe's and Tao and, 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 right. and, and beauty and Essex and catch yep. and all those like groups that are affiliated or tied right in there with venues or their actual venue space that gets bought out by Google Coinbase, like all these major brands. It's like, those are, I think, the perfect opportunities to 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 use the brand collabs that exist as leverage for others. When you see yeah. a dream, Hyatt, Crypt, Tau, like all those together under one roof, it's like yeah. that's what you have. So I think again, easier said than done. 
And when it comes to the purchasing and transacting, we got a shitload of obstacles. That's why we, you know, the whole nifty gateway thing and the fiat transacting and all that is easier. And look, for the most part, low, low priced art that fucking resonates with people or the culture or where, wherever, whatever gallery or, or space you're part of is key. So it's like, can you make that process easy? Can you make it access accessible? And when you're doing that, it's like, I look at fucking, you know, PhD on a, on a, on a Thursday night when like the rooftop and like everybody's drunk. And again, not because we're fans of kid eight artwork or evil or whatever, but it's like, you're walking out, you're seeing that fucking work and you're loving it and you want it and you want to flex it and you want to print it and you want it on over your new apartment or your studio or whatever. That's what they want. Like, I know that's what they want. And you got merch and you got this and now you're looking. So you have all that. It's like, again, it's right there. It's just somebody needs to just kind of keep pairing this together and making it easily accessible um so you know i do i do feel confident in that again it's a lot of work um but when you have opportunities to capture different individuals that are either walking through a space or hosting events multiple events at a space at different locations i mean that's it that's key casinos airports like you know all this shit that we think about where like (laughs) masses get together this is why i had beef with like Aoki or other musicians deep down inside because it's like fuck you're bringing all these people under one roof what yeah. are you doing well to be How fair are you getting I've, them? I've been to a fucking Steve Aoki show unfortunately and you've never seen more people fucked up on drugs in your entire life I don't even think they know that Steve, o- Steve Aoki is playing so don't let him be a white knight <laughs> So do you have any new locations coming up? You guys opening any new spots? What's up in the new year? Anything to look, um, any new cities we're going to be checking out? Can't tell. It's I okay. mean, it's always been there and we have like the ability. I just, I believe in growing too fast being, you know, yeah. a problem too. So right now I think there's just a lot that still needs to be done in New York and Hollywood. I mean, we talk about Hollywood. I change those displays out within the next few months because I'm like, no, 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 it needs to be different. So yeah, yeah there's changes I want to make. There's enhancements. I mean, to yeah. be honest with you, like, you know, room implementation, like in yes, some sort of a way. Yes. Like there's just, there's yeah. so much, um, you know, and again, if you're excited to have your work up in Times Square, which is great, and it's going to get the eyes of, Thousands, fucking, no, fucking nobodies that nobodies that are in Times Square. <laughs> Nobody like, knows what the fuck they're looking at. It's like so fucking it's like, fam- families like, from like families from like Nova Scotia or German that are just like, like <laughs> n- don't fucking put your art up in Times Square, please. I'm just like begging people. Like Times Square is a haunted, grim place. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god. Like, do you really want your art to be across from fucking Bubba Gump's shrimp? Like an entire restaurant dedicated to fucking Forrest Gump? Like, think about it! Product placement, people! Think about it! Fucking A! You don't with the Mexican Elmo and and, yeah. and, 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 a, and a, a Elsa, Elsa smoking a cigarette like around the corner. Like, what the Petrifying fuck? Petrifying children. It's traumatizing haunted. them for life. 
It traumatized Kid 8. Times Square traumatized <laughs> Kid 8. He never wants to see Optimus Prime again because of what he <laughs> thinks he saw. Like, it's fucking insane. Oh, Let me man. see if I've got any other. Okay, la let's do um, a couple more questions. I was only going to do this for 30 minutes, but we're going on. Let's see 10 more minutes. Okay, what do you think is the greatest cash grab ever? Like, who has done the greatest, like, you can't even be angry or you can be angry, but it's like fucking good for you. Who is it? What do you think it is? Oh, like, like fucking good for you that you did it. Like you, like, holy shit. You pulled it off. You pulled, you rugged everybody. Like biggest cash. Grab. 888. Yeah. Easily. I would say easily. Yeah. He sold a screenshot of his Twitter profile. Promise generational wealth to families. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's gotta be him. I mean, we can go on, but yeah, it definitely takes, takes the crown because it came from fucking one individual. And if, let's, let's say that again, it came, it came from one fucking individual. So everybody who once a week, there's some motherfucker in my replies, what happened to 88? I'm like, do, do I look like I fucking like what I have told everybody, everything I fucking know, like, I was rugged worst of all, like my time, my reputation, my energy, my effort. Nobody was rugged harder than me. I'm sorry you lost money. I lost a bit of my fucking life that I can never let get fucking back. Like, but yeah, he, I yeah. mean, and then also the best one is the, when he was then like offloading so much of his art and he was like, oh, I'm I posted on his discord. I'm going through a divorce with my wife and I had to split the NFTs. I'm sorry, but his wife could not even access Google administrator on the fucking Google Drive account. So I don't believe that she has all of a sudden figured out how to use fucking foundation and super rare and OpenSea to sell his NFTs. Get the fuck out of here. It, it, I mean, if I ever got paid like a big check from a huge media outlet, to, to do a tell-all? Yes. Yes. Same. No. Seriously. We should I, actually I go, build the fucking pitch deck and, and go to Netflix and tell them to fucking buy it off of us because it would be a juicy one. What you just said, I got to experience you and I know how hard it was to even get into the position to be doing what you were doing alongside you know him at that time so um, I'm, I'm with you 100 percent. i'm just like again look we we fucking learned like we learned it was a lesson learned i mean it was a tough lesson but you know like you woke us up bro and 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 thank you and yes yeah, seeing seeing those those pieces collected like in his in his wallets now too it's just like fuck you know like, do you think he's i'll put still in like a hundred dollar yeah i'll put in like a hundred dollar bid on something that he bought for like thirty thousand, and i'm like come on fucker feel bad at least for what you've yeah. done and like let it go yeah let exactly it go. fuck him i think he's still around i think he's probably he's too much of a narcissist to, to be like to actually have taken himself out like he's building his next to non-portfolio like but talk about like you collectors think so? you think so? I'm sure he can't, he can't possibly, he's got to miss something, but the th talk about like 
just the shit that I'd see of like, oh my God, he's, you know, bought the most expensive on, on Oni on one, whatever the fuck it is. And then the next day on his calendar is like meeting with Oni one team. And it's like, talk about like buying your friends or buying your partnerships. Like it was so fucking weird, but stand behind it. Okay. Last thing is if you could cancel anybody, any influencer, like any influencer that exists right now, if you could just fucking cancel them, like just cancel, they're gone forever, never to return, banned, excommunicated, who would it be and why is it f I should have said that. <laughs> okay. Um... Who is it? No, no. Who is it for you? I shouldn't have said who is it for me. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm really basing this off of what I just see as an outsider uh, yeah. I or initially. And then I actually got to, to encounter him face to face at VCon at the Ioki after party in the green room, which I also um, <laughs> got, got face to face with Ioki. And I think when he heard like King of Midtown, he was just like this fucking asshole that's been bashing me on Twitter. <laughs> For the past yep. like year is here. That's me. That's me. <laughs> That's me in your green room. That's me. <laughs> but um, yeah, like we crossed paths. He was fucking trashed. Um, all right, so I'm gonna. I'm just gonna break this. this is a funny fucking story, right? So okay, okay, okay. he's high as fuck. I think like his eyes were like turning. Um. We just cross paths. We're right next to each other. He's like, hey, what's up or whatever. And I'm like, what up, bro? And he's like, you know, you don't invite me to any of the events you do. You're too cool for. And I'm like, what? What like, the fuck? <laughs> so I leaned over and I'm like, yo, first off, I was like, we've never even spoken. You've never supported a thing that I've done. And if you know so much about what I've done, you should have been at the front of the line, A, for support. And you should know that my doors were open from day one to absolutely fucking everybody to make, you know, what I do, what we do together, like bigger. And, and um, while this was fucking happening, this conversation was happening, um, Snoop's, was it um, Cordell was there? Snoop's yeah, son? Yeah, yeah. And his his security trying to think. Yeah, it was Cordell. It was Cordell and like some WWE like wrestlers or whatever the wrestler chick. And like the security okay. guard was there and and kept wobbling and like bumping into the security guard. So the dude turns around and grabs him. Remember oh. girl right there next to him and grabs him and fucking like roughs him up and puts him up against the wall and he's like stop fucking bumping into me motherfucker oh, I told you yo <laughs> and, and yeah, his face was just like like a little like more did he and, think um, he peed his pants he probably peed his pants his girl was just like holy fuck Fuck. Like, you know that no man wants to be in a position where they're getting manhandled in front of their lady. It's yeah, it's no. a fact, you know? No. Yeah. So he lets him go and I was there and he's like, ow, like my arms or whatever. 
she's straight giving him the nod, like. She's like, oh and my god. I just, I looked, I saw, and I was like, this is my cue to go. <laughs> I just like walk. I just walked away. Um, and that was, I that am was the going end of it. when so, I go back. When I go back and edit this episode, I'm gonna. Um, beep out his name because I think it'll be funnier for people who are listening to to wonder who it is. And if perchance he listens to it, then he knows it's him. I just want him to experience that again, like the same way I just did. But okay, so besides him, do you have anybody that you'd cancel? Like any, or is he your cancel? Like, is there, do you got to have somebody that you would cancel? Um, influential, influential. You know who I would fucking cancel? You know I would cancel? Yeah. Like, these fucking, I don't know if they're fake, I don't know if they're real, the fucking chicks, man. The fucking chicks with the tits. Thank you! With the chicks and with listen, the tits! The chicks with I the tits! I love tits and ass! I love tits and ass! <laughs> if anyone knows me, they know. I, I know! Yes. Of course you do. You're only human. Of course you do. But fuck but them. Like, I know. Oh my fucking god. And like, and I even mean this towards the ones. Like some of them are some some like there are some pretty sweet artists that yes use a bit of their looks but they stay yeah. conservative you know for mark as a marketing tool and all that and, and that's cool like look sex sells i mean look at me every time i post emmanuel ferrari's photography or slime sunday's photography my shit gets fucking all these views and then i post people love beautiful or, beautiful things beautiful women people love that of course it. they do that's but not it. when you're so, using sex to like fucking make millions and rug people because you got a set of t- fucking tits yeah, yeah. Even even I when thought, you're really, that is your source of selling your art. Like that's really your only fucking tool. Like you caught me vulnerable this morning. You posted a picture of a fucking fat ass and you dropped it at .05. It's like, it's almost like I just bought you a drink at the bar. I know, with no chance of going home with you. With no fucking chance <laughs> exactly. of going home with you. Like fuck you. Okay, great. Oh my god, I've got exactly. Yeah. I'm. I would cancel them too. And I'm a feminist. People know I'm a feminist. G- great. Post your tits in your ass. Just be upfront. Don't pretend to know fucking shit about smart contracts and about your fucking community building. When you got somebody off fucking Fiverr or you got one of your simp's to create some fucking generative art for you, some character, and then be like, oh my god, I can't run it anymore. No, I fucking hate it. So can't. Right. And and like and and honestly like. Yeah, look, I mean, I work with nothing but females. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a father of girls. Like, obviously, yes. like, I'm all for supporting females and, like, enhancing that. But, like, let's stop using that as a fucking tool in Web3, too. Why is everything becoming a fucking tool? Your race, your gender, your this, your that. Like, fuck, man. But then it's like, no, 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 no. We're here for the art. No, we're fucking not. You're here to fucking feel some sympathy or, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, fucking stop this shit, man. Exactly. Stop. I would say <laughs> use the lesson. The takeaway is use your t- it's an ass for forces of good and not forces of evil. Like, don't be evil. Like, just be a good fucking person. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm so glad you. I'm so glad you said that because I had a question about that, and Kitty was like, "You can't ask that." Because I was like, "I was. I'm gonna say something about 
people with their girls with their tits and their asses and on in web3 he was like don't say that you're gonna get canceled on your first episode i mean i mean listen if anybody's going to say it 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 could be you i should be the one that's like oh shit like i can't say and i'm not gonna forget like i tweeted something about that like if you like some about promo or marketing just drop an ass pick and you're good and everyone Every I'm talking everyone except for there's always like one or two people that are like, like this is the shit that you can't say. Like what the fuck did I say? The facts. <laughs> like like yeah, exactly. On. Like come Not on, that. you know. So I've um. You're always keeping yeah, I've it real. The- You're always keeping <laughs> it real. You have to. I've blocked a few. I've blocked Good. a few. Good. Well, yeah. all right. We've been here for an hour. This has been amazing. I love you so much. You're the best. You know that you. always. Thank you for doing this with me. So much fun. Any Anytime. Consider me as a fucking co-host. I'm just saying. I know. Yeah. You'll be back. Returning segment. Returning segment. We'll have you on. A co-host, whatever. Yeah. We'll see what the people say. It will remain yeah. the Carson show. I don't want to take that over anything. Yes. I love that. You're hired. You're hired. <laughs> I love you. Thank you for coming. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay. I love Tommy so much. That was such a fun episode to do and listen back to. Um, It basically sounds like every other phone conversation that I've ever had with Tommy in my life. Thank you so much for joining. I'm Carson Daly. You can't go a week in crypto without Carson Daly. The Carson Daly Show is a production of Decential Media produced by Matt Bogart with music by Woody. Talk to you soon.